0: You're listening to an audio sermon from Hope Bible Church in Oakville, Ontario. For more information, please visit our website at hopeoakville.ca. Welcome to church, everyone. So glad that you are here. So glad that you joined us here at Hope Bible Church. We are so thankful for that. Whether you're sitting overflow, whether you're watching online right now, not by accident, pray the Lord will use it so greatly in your life. Let's get started today as we celebrate Jesus Christ again this Christmas and this crazy year that it has been. The Gospel of John, in chapter 1, verse 5, it says this, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John chapter 1 is one of the most clear and powerful descriptions in the Bible as to the life-changing light found only in Jesus Christ. In just the first five verses, we learn without question that Jesus Christ is declared to be God. He is declared to be the eternal God. He is declared to be the creator of all things that have been made. He is also declared to be the very source of life. And therefore, then, the conclusion that this Jesus Christ, He is the light that shines in the darkness to give life to all who believe in Him. I find that intriguing this very week. On the darkest day of the year, December 21st, we received another dark announcement of lockdowns that are coming province-wide. Just on that note, just for those who are part of Hope Bible Church, we have a statement from the elders being released any moment now this afternoon on our biblical response to the lockdowns that we are currently up against. Please look for that in your inbox today. Literally, this past Monday was a, literally a dark day. And figuratively, it was a dark day as well. And many people in our society and surrounding us right now are lost in the darkness. So many are lost. It was Jesus who said in John chapter 12, the one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons or daughters of light. Look at that promise. Maybe you're sitting at home right now. This is for you. Look at that promise. When you believe in Jesus Christ as the light, the guarantee is you become a child of God. No longer groping in the darkness. No longer sitting in misery with no understanding of why you're actually here no longer wondering about what happens again when you die and the tremendous fear that so many have of that moment. Instead, you are rather walking with eternal purpose, eternal joy, eternal clarity, and eternal meaning. That is the difference that the light of Christmas in Jesus Christ, that's the difference he makes. Back to our main verse in John 1, 5, where it says this, the light Shines. The light shines. This verb is used in the present tense, indicating that the light will always shine. The light is continually shining. The light never ceases to stop shining. From that very first Christmas until now, the light of Jesus Christ has been shining through all the centuries. His light shines today. It was the prophet Isaiah, 700 years before Jesus Christ was born, he prophesied this, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. It was Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, who prophesied concerning Jesus. He said, he will give light to those who sit in darkness. And listen to this. And in the shadow of death. Oh, that promise right there. For those who sit in the shadow of death, Jesus came to give light. That has to be for someone right now. Someone watching, someone overflow, someone here right now. Our whole world currently sits in the shadow of death. Again, remember, in the, in the environment we're situated in, whether it's a virus or a vaccine for that virus, if that happens and as the future looks bright and somehow that fear is relieved, the, promise, the problem is, though, is that death still looms for that individual. Even with the vaccine, the greatest problem still remains. Death still comes for every human being ever born. Every person looming in the shadow of death This is why Christmas time is so powerful. It's when the angels arrive and they announce and shine the glory of God. Again, as Luke's text says, an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. It was the light of the glory of the Lord that lights up the skies to announce this good news of great joy where the world would never be the same again. This is when Silent Night gets it so right, where it says, Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. It was Simeon who was led by the Spirit of God, promised he would not die until he saw the Christ child, was in the temple, picked up the baby Lord Jesus, just a few weeks old, and he said, This Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. Now I can die according to your word. Why? My eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared, listen, light a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Simeon says, I can now die because I have seen the light. I have seen the light of God which brings life and love and eternal life and purpose to my life. I can die because I have seen the light. The light shines, it shone then and it shines now. The light of Jesus Christ shines right now in communist China where millions and tens of millions of people believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The light of Jesus shines in Islamic Iran where massive Jesus revival breaks out right now as we speak. The light of Jesus Christ shines all through the continent of Africa. Thousands and thousands of people coming to Christ again all the time. It shines incredible ways in South America, even in the midst of such pain and suffering, especially in the midst of such pain and suffering. The light of Jesus Christ continues to change lives across this globe. And this is amazing to me. The light of Jesus Christ even is shining in North America. It's shining right now. Many within this time are running to the light. You'll never hear about it from the media. Never put up for people to see, but the Lord knows he's building his church. The most encouraging thing to me here in this phrase, the light shines means you will never be able to stop the light. You will never be able to hinder the light of Jesus Christ. No politician, no societal circumstance No situation will ever be able to stop Jesus Christ from doing what he came to do, his purpose. Again, changing lives for the glory of the Lord. The light will always shine. And literally, as I wrote that sentence this week preparing for this message, a message came into our pastoral staff. It was an article of a church right now in Tennessee that is going through a revival of sorts. And the pastor of the church in Tennessee, who's actually spoken in this church as well, in this pulpit, a friend of ours, they are seeing revival in one, in one Sunday or one weekend. 99 people were baptized to the point that people were watching online and so moved by God's spirit that they got, want to get baptized in their bathtubs at home as pastors visited their house and performed that baptism in their bathtub. That's a house call I'd love to make. Amen. And listen, listen. This is the light shining. You can't stop it. That's just a couple days ago. This is happening right as we speak. The light is shining. But there's more. The light shines in the darkness. The light shines in the darkness. Why is this so powerful? Listen carefully. Because it's the light that puts chaos to flight. The light of Jesus causes chaos to flee. But here's the problem then, the more you seek to try to put away the light, the more chaos erupts around us. The more we seek to diminish the truth and the love and the light of Jesus Christ, the more our society will erupt into disarray and despair. Because the light of Christ, he's the one that puts chaos to flight. So this is why the light of Jesus then brings sight. You see for the first time that the blind may see. And when you go from blindness to sight, the peace that erupts in your soul, this is the power of light. And where there's true peace, there's order. And where there's order, there's stability. There's a society built on the foundation of what is true because it's guided by the light of God found in Jesus Christ, the Lord. The light destroys chaos the light destroys evil. The light destroys hate. It's the light that dispels confusion. Because the light shines truth, it's the light then that brings life. In John 1 verse 4, in him was life. And the light was the light of men. His life in the light of Jesus Christ, again, becomes the light in us. It was Jesus said in John 12, he says this, I have come into the world that whoever, look at this promise again, that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. That's a promise right there. You look at that, you believe that, that is true then for your life. This battle of light and darkness. Why is the light so powerful? It's the light that shines in the darkness because light then exposes what is hidden in the darkness. Think about that and make sure you hear that. Light exposes what's hidden in the darkness. That's why so many despise the light. They hate the light because it's the light that exposes their sin. It's the light that reveals the evil of their hearts. Think about it. Why do the vast majority of crimes occur at night? Because criminals long for the cover of darkness that the daylight may not expose them in their sin, in their evil. Think about it. Why do so many sneak off at night to sin sexually? Because the conscience that plagues them, they know they don't want the light to expose them and utter horror that they may be seen for the reality of the evil and the things that they are subjected and the things that they are doing. The darkness hates the light in that sense. Check out this verse from John chapter 3. This is a massive explanation of what Jesus says the way our world works. Look at this carefully and consider this carefully. Jesus says, and this is judgment. The light has come into the world. That's him. And people loved the darkness rather than the light. Why? Because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light. Why? Why? Here it is. Ready? Lest his or her works should be exposed. That's why people hate the light they don't want their sin to be revealed but whoever does what is true comes to the light of Christ so that it may be clearly seen that his or her works have been carried out in God you got to look at this verse and for some of you've never maybe seen this before it is so telling this alone becomes such a powerful apologetic as to the love of sin and the love of darkness in our world. They hate the light of Christ because it's the light that exposes their sin which they love so much. Let's be crystal clear too. For many, many people, The single greatest reason they reject Jesus Christ and his life is not based on insufficient evidence. The Bible tells us the single greatest reason people reject the light and the love of Jesus Christ is because simply they love their sin more than being saved from it. They simply love their sin more than the light of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness he offers in their sin. That's the reality and the evil of the human heart. But you see, this is why Christmas happened. This is why Christmas came. This is why Christmas comes as light, that those who believe in the light of Jesus and love the light of Jesus, they will be saved by the light of Jesus. They will be then guided to eternal life by that light. This is why the light is so powerful. It's the light that shows us where to go. Think about it, when we're surrounded and shrouded in darkness, we cannot see, we don't know where to go. We, in circles, we smash into walls. We don't have a clue of what we're doing and how to get there. We need the light to be turned on. Enter Jesus Christ. Enter Christmas. The light of the world has come. But if you continue to push down the light, if you want nothing to do with the light, then you're lost and dead. That is why in our society right now, the increasing desire to try to extinguish the light of Jesus Christ, then you have an increasing rate of depression, suicides, overdoses, and overall despair. Because you are removing the very thing that shines the light of the path, the meaning, and the joy of the purpose of our lives. And in fact, even more in our day, there's a massive attack on the light himself, Which is resulting in chaos and resulting in confusion and resulting in death. It was Jesus who said in John chapter 12, he says this, the light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light. Listen to this, lest darkness overtake you. Who's that for? The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. When Jesus first said this verse, he was saying it to his disciples before he ascended to heaven. But this has massive application and implication for us right now. Because Jesus is going to return one day very soon. And the moment he returns is the moment it's too late to be saved by him. But right now, listen, this verse for you right now, Jesus says to you, the light is among you, being here right now in this service. The light is shining. The light is being proclaimed by the word of God where you are in your home right now watching, you are receiving the message of light. You have a chance. You are hearing the truth. You have an opportunity to walk through to the kingdom of heaven and to know the light that shines in your darkness that you can see and forever be saved. Right now, right now, this is the God of the universe loving you, shining light in your life and causing you to see the path of life eternal. That's what's happening right now. But be careful. Walk while you have the light unless you reject him unless darkness overtake you. You believe in the light of Jesus Christ, that we are saved from your darkness. The light shines in the darkness, and finally in our verse it says this, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness has not overcome it. What a great promise. No matter how gross the darkness may become, The truth here is that the light of the world will always shine on, always. He will always shine on. The word overcome here can mean not overpowered, uh, not seized, not understood it, not extinguish it. The point here is that darkness is useless against the light. Darkness cannot figure it out. The effort of darkness to try to put out the light is futile. There seems at times that might be winning. Darkness seems to gain an advantage. But at the end of the day, the moment light shines, darkness must flee. One of the greatest deceptions of Satan right now upon our society is so many people are so nearsighted. They only look an inch in front of their face. They can only see the next entertainment. They can only see the next hobby, the next vacation, the next device, the next whatever it is. They only see right in front of them. And they're so deceived to fail to look up and understand there's eternity coming after life. All of us deep down know we have eternity within us. Yet the so vast majority of our world is so blinded and deceived by the evil one that they never stop to consider an inch in front of their face. And so many are being ruined by it. Isn't this interesting too? That darkness is a condition resulting from the absence of light. Darkness has no existence by itself. Darkness is only definable by the absence of light. So you shine light... And the darkness loses. Let's take this room, for example, as an illustration, okay? Here's what light does to darkness right now the moment light shines, darkness must flee. This is why Jesus Christ came. The power of the light, the light is turned on, and darkness must evaporate. The darkness can't turn it on to cause the light to cease. When Jesus Christ returns, the Bible says he will come like a flaming fire. He will come like lightning striking from east to west. All will see. When Jesus Christ comes, his glory alone will decimate any and all darkness. Be prepared. The light has come once, and the light of Jesus Christ shines now, and then the light himself is soon to return for all those who are his. See, what the Bible says in verse five here, he says here, listen, the light's not gonna lose. It's impossible for the light to lose. The darkness will not overcome it. The light will always win. And the light Jesus Christ, listen, invites you today, this day, To allow his light to save you. To allow his love and his life to enter your life. To save you from what? Save you from sin. Disobedience, offense against God. Our transgressions to save you from Satan himself who loves to keep as many people as possible in prison to blindness and death. And Jesus Christ came as light ultimately to save you from death itself. That's why for the believer in Jesus with the light within them, there's no fear in death. There's no fear in death. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? You have nothing. This is what the light does. This is why the light came. Think, every single day the sun rises, and every single day the sun rises, it dispels the darkness. It causes the darkness to flee. And every single day, Jesus Christ is shining his light across this globe And every time he does, he causes the darkness to flee and he gathers more men and women to his own, to be his children, to be in his kingdom. Every single day the light shines and today is no exception. For Jesus Christ said this in John 8, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Look at that, look at that promise. Who's that for right now? Your whole life could change right now in a moment through faith in Jesus Christ, not by what you do, not by your works, not by being a good person, but by faith to believing I'm following Jesus Christ. Then I will have the light of life to believe in him. Let me ask some of you right now watching at home, maybe in overflow, maybe here again in person, watching this right now in this room, aren't you so sick of darkness? Aren't you so sick and tired of your own personal darkness and the darkness that surrounds you? I remember for me, I was age 22. March 9th, 1997, I was so done, fed up, and miserable with my own darkness. I hated my darkness. I could not free myself from darkness. Tried everything. Nothing worked. Finally, finally, in a moment of tremendous grace and the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, through a song amazingly called, In the Light, I finally gave my life and heart to Jesus Christ and saw him as the savior for my sins and the Lord of my life and repented and confessed and turned with everything I had by his grace and proclaimed and declared as the song says, I want to be in the light. I'm so sick of the darkness, Jesus. I'm done. I want to be in your light. And never look back. Listen, life in Christ, way harder Nothing like it though, way infinitely better. It's harder, it is so much better. And now walking not in misery, walking in faith and joy and hope and security and purpose and meaning and passion for the things of Jesus Christ because I am certain that when I die, I actually start to live all because of what Jesus Christ did and came to be the light of my life. And today he offers the same to you. Wouldn't it be so awesome if today's your day? Today's the day, once maybe, for the first time ever, once and for all. You've heard this before, but today's different. It's your turn to come to the light. It's your turn to hate your darkness and your sin, and to run to the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, to believe that he is the light of the world. You know, it's so encouraging and awesome, the light, the love, the life of Jesus Christ. There's nothing you have to do. Friend, right now there's nothing you have to do. You bring your mess with you. You're like, Robbie, my mess is huge. Bring it all with you. That's why Jesus died. Paying for every sin upon the cross. You take your entire mess and all the things that you regret. You bring exactly as you are. You come to Jesus Christ and you see if his grace isn't big enough to forgive you. You come as you are and you embrace the light, the love, and the life in Jesus Christ. Just believe that he is Lord. Turn from sin. Confess Jesus as light and run to him with all you've got. I implore you that today would be the day that you would make room in your heart for God to write his story upon your life maybe watching at home right now, taking nothing for granted, you're here right now and you might be even shaking a little bit with the sense the Holy Spirit's moving in you. Today's your day. Today's your day, child. Do not hesitate. Do not resist. Do not fight. Surrender and give in. Repent and and, and confess and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, and you shall be saved. Again, Jesus said this, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's why Christmas happened, and that's why we're here. Oh, Lord, may you change lives. Let's pray, church. Let's pray. Yes, Jesus, may you be changing lives right now. Open eyes, open hearts, Lord. I'm praying you will cause pride to be surrendered. I pray you will allow people to believe by faith and receive the gift of grace found in Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, shine your light so beautifully and powerfully this Christmas across this land as only you can. May these songs we sing now be used by you in response, in love, in surrender, and faith. We thank you. We thank you for this opportunity right now. We love you for it. We pray this together in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.